everybody, and welcome to another episode of Level Unlock Quick Save. I am your host, James Scalzidi. You can follow me on Twitter at JimmyNoodlesGG. Also see me on Twitch at JimmyNoodlesGG as well, and on YouTube at JimmyNoodlesGaming. We do not have a whole lot today to talk about, so let's get into the news. Very first thing that we have on here is our favorite company in the world, Activision Blizzard. The company that is known as a piece of shit. Nobody likes them. Fuck that company. They suck. Hey, their CEO, Bobby Kotick, is going to be taking a 50% pay cut. So, um, it looks like according to a recent filing, this is from GameIndustry.biz. It looks like Bobby Kotick is going to be the company CEO till at least March 31st, 2023. But... He has agreed to volunt- he's voluntarily reduced his salary by 50% to align with company targets. That equates to roughly $875,000 in reduction. So he, uh, his target annual bonus uh, was also reduced by 50%. A potential reduction of $1.75 million for fiscal years 2021 and 2022. Uh, but it looks like Kotick is still eligible to earn up to 200% of his base salary due to exceptional factors detailed in the extension amendment. So, he, uh, I mean, he took it voluntarily. I mean, they did do a whole huge round of cutoffs and received a lot of uh, a lot of lot, lot of backlash for that, especially after him giving himself a bonus. Um, it looks like uh, Kotick could be set to receive up to two hundred million dollars as a result of Activision Blizzard's success over the last year. Uh, Activision Blizzard has had a huge, huge year. Um, uh, it looks like, yeah, again, according to this game industry up is article, uh, Activision's market capitalization has increased from less than 10 million to over $70 billion, uh, in shareholder return. Oh, oh with an 81 or 8,100% increase in shareholder returns between 2000 and 2020. So in that 20 years right there. That is fucking insane. <laughs> and I, I can assume that a lot of it does have, because Bobby Kotick has been the CEO for a, for a good while for Activision. And, you know, kudos to him for helping make Activision Blizzard one of the top gaming companies in the world. Like, that can't be denied. Still kind of shitty what he's done and what the company Activision Blizzard as a whole has done. But, uh, yeah, so good on him for taking a voluntary pay cut. We also have some Sony news. We have, uh, actually, three things today. That's it. <laughs> uh, so Sony has made a minority investment in Discord. So does it say here, this is from Reuters, which we don't really see. Um... It doesn't tell me exactly how much uh, Sony invested in. But this is coming off the announcement that Discord and 
Microsoft ended talks of a sale because we know that Microsoft was looking at purchasing Discord. Um, and it looks like they're just being a uh, Discord is trying to be just a, a standalone company, not loyal to one, like not being owned to one company, one group of individuals. Um, but what's interesting here is what Jim Ryan said, the uh, the CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. He said, quote, Our goal is to bring Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together on console and mobile starting early next year. So maybe we're going to get a little bit of a little bit of Discord integration on PlayStation. Eh? Eh? That's what I'm hoping for. Because, man, it would be so nice just to see what my friends are playing on PlayStation without having to boot up the PlayStation or check the app on my phone. I could just look over here, look at Discord, and, oh, hey, my buddy's playing, I don't know what fucking games are out there now. <laughs> I, I don't play multiplayer games, sorry. But, uh, yeah, so, that's good. I, I'm. That was one thing that Sony has always lacked compared to Microsoft is their party and like messaging system on on the PlayStation is nowhere near as advanced or robust as Xbox Live. So I think this is their way of trying to uh, get into that. And I know we're only what five like six minutes into the, the podcast and we're already on the last thing. Not, like I said, not a whole lot to talk about this week. Or at least nothing that I saw that I would think is interesting. Sony had a state of play this past week. Let's take a look at it. It was mainly about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. But they did also announce two indie games that are coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 this year. The first one is Subnautica Below Zero. Subnautica Below Zero is the survival, the sequel, I think? sequel to the survival game that features a lot of like underwater and base building that kind of stuff it was a big hit a few years ago well this is their their arctic planet sequel so you're on an alien planet it's a lot of snow big survival game yada 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 we know this but what's going to make it different for playstation 5 players well, uh, they are going to have full haptic support. It's going to support 3D audio. And then on performance mode on the PlayStation 5 version, they're going to be pushing 4K at 60 frames per second. It's coming out May 14th for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. If you already own the game, um, <clears throat> yeah, if you already own the game you on PlayStation 4, you can upgrade to the PS5 version for free. Then the last game that uh, they announced is Among Us. The game that's taking the internet by storm. The game that's the community's really getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> Not really necessarily the community, but like the fucking memers are ruining the game for me. Because it's all the time when I see Twitter. I hop onto Twitter and I just see oh, look at sauce sauce Among Us imposter Among Us it's look at sus when when blue is sus. But Among Us is coming to the PlayStation 4 and 5. Uh, coming in 2021. They don't have a definitive release date. But they're going to be having a Ratchet and 
a ratchet skin and then also a clank uh little little companion for you as well and then let's get back to let's get to like the main course of this of this uh state of play ratchet and clank rift apart probably one of I don't want to say the most anticipated, but definitely one of one of the most anticipated games coming to the PlayStation 5. New series in Ratchet and Clank. We haven't seen a new original Ratchet and Clank game since the PlayStation 3. I'm not including Ratchet and Clank from 2016, I think it was. Because that was just mainly based off the movie. But this is the first one for a very long while. I mean, hell, even if we're just talking about regular, like... Ratchet and Clank games has been what four years, five years since Ratchet, the last Ratchet and Clank game. So, I love Ratchet and Clank. So I was uh, really excited for this one. It's going to be a standalone adventure. You don't need to have played any of the other games to fully appreciate this one, which I which I like. The first thing that I really noticed with it is that it looks absolutely stunning. This right here is what next generation can do. This right here is the game that shows to me this is what the PlayStation 5 and Series X can really do and how it can really push graphics. Because it's unbelievable, and I highly recommend if you, if you have any sort of 4K display Sony has just the, uh, on the PlayStation YouTube account, they have just the Ratchet and Clank stuff from this um, state of play, all in 4K. And it looks amazing. But the main story is Ratchet is separated from Clank. He ends up in a place called Nefarious City in a dimension where Dr. Nefarious is the emperor Kind of taking control, as we know, Dr. Nefarious, big bad of the entire series. Uh, one cool thing is you got, like, hover boots. So you could help, it could help you, like, traverse the land a little bit better. You can get a little extra distance from jumps, that kind of stuff. Uh, looks like the female Lombax, uh, named Rivet, was, is the one that took Clank after he appeared <laughs> out of thin air. Um, they also have an increased focus on mobility, and they said that mobility is going to be a huge part of the game. You're going to be able to wall run, you're going to be able to do mid-air dashes to get extra distance, and then also those hover boots as I was talking about earlier. And then you also have a rift tether, tether, which you can use to snatch a hold of different rifts throughout the environment to instantly teleport essentially to those areas. They also talked a lot about the haptic feedback and resistive triggers. The resistive triggers, one of the things is if you have, there's this one gun that's kind of like fully automatic. If you only slightly hold down the trigger, you'll be shooting like single round bursts or single rounds. You More accurate but less damage per second. You fully hold down that trigger. It's going to shoot, it's just going to blow its load just completely. And going to let you take down the enemies a little quicker but your shots are going to be way less accurate 
another thing they showed off was with this like double barrel shotgun. You hold down the trigger just a little bit. It's going to shoot only one barrel. So you can take out, you know, you have two shots before reloading. But if you hold down the trigger, it's going to shoot out both barrels at once. And that's kind of what the, I think, the resistive triggers were meant for. Something like shooters, even maybe something like maybe racing games might use it. But I feel like shooters is it's like bread and butter for its resistive triggers to make each gun feel unique, each weapon, all that kind of stuff. So they also talked about near instant teleports to different planets. Talk about the SSD and how fast it is. They also made a mention that it's not. You're not teleporting to like a small arena. You're teleporting to completely different full-fledged worlds that you can explore. You'll be able to go play as both Ratchet and Rivet, which we kind of already knew as soon as they announced the new Lombax in the game. We, we kind of already knew that we were going to be able to play as both of them. But now it's just confirmed, so that's pretty cool. Both of them play pretty much the exact same. It's almost like a reskin, though. So I don't know. We'll have to see either once we learn a little bit more if they do another state of play or they talk about it more or when we actually finally get our hands on it we will see hopefully a little bit of difference in gameplay between them one of the things that they also talked about is how the alternate dimensions that you can go to are all modeled after past game planets so that's a nice little cool callback to fans of the entire series they're also bringing back a lot of different weapons and also making new ones as well. Uh, one of the weapons that they showed off was, I forget what it was called, but it's like a little grenade that you throw and it pops up basically like a water hose turret that shoots at enemies and puts um, like moss grows all over them. So... They just turn into mossy, like, little little guys that are stuck until you take them out. Uh, yeah, a lot of old new weapons. They have something called pocket dimensions. Um, just little small areas uh, throughout the world that you can go into. You can ride animals. One of the cool things that they talked about, what they showed off, was Rivet riding this one creature around. And through, like, this like acid area so you could just ride that that little creature instead of trying to platform through it i think we saw that on one of the demos though so interesting uh areas are gonna be a lot more open a lot more way to places to explore they're really utilizing this the extra memory that they have to make a th huge game but I don't think it's going to be full open world. It's just going to be kind of like how Gears 5 did it. Where you have arenas, essentially arenas that you go to. Because that's that's what most, when you really break it down with platformers and shooters, that kind of stuff. You go arena to arena to fight enemies. Instead of it being like this huge sprawling open world that you can roam around in and do a ton of things like a Grand Theft Auto or Yakuza. And I think this one's going to be, this in like Gears 5, kind of, 
it's weird because it's it's like they're still arenas, but they're a lot bigger and there's more stuff to do. But it's not fully open world if you can kind of catch my drift. There's more areas to explore is what I really am trying to get at here. They also have specific clank puzzles as well, where you kind of reminds me of if y'all remember the game on the PSP and PS2 Secret Agent Clank. One of my favorite games from the PSP. Uh, yeah, so you get to play as Clank, do a bunch of those puzzles. And then they also have glitch challenges as well. Arena challenges. Aerial combat, which is going to be cool. <laughs> the aerial combat that they showed off reminded me so much of that game that was a launch title for the PS3 that featured only six acts at Lair. Lair, that's the game. It reminded me so much of Lair, and I really hope it's not like that at all. But I can, I I can, I would bet my bottom dollar that there's going to be a control scheme for the aerial combat where you use the motion on the the gyroscope on the on the Dual Sense controller. God, that was going to be fucking terrible. Oh, that's not going to be great. Golden Bolts are coming back as little collectibles throughout the world. Hopefully to unlock different secrets. Maybe hope, I hope, little uh, Easter eggs, that kind of stuff. One of my favorite from the series, I think it was one or two. I can't remember which one it was. But if you collected all the Golden Bolts and you went to one area at like, I think it... I think it was like midnight or 1 a.m. You could open up this one door that led to Naughty Dog's office, which I thought was the coolest thing when I was younger. Also going to have more armor, which is, I do believe, strictly cosmetic, but it's a cool little thing to see. And because it's a game made this in, in the past five years, it's got to have a photo mode. Every fucking game has a photo mode. But none of the photo modes will be as good as new Pokemon Snap's photo mode. That is the best photo mode ever. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Or Yakuza 6 and 7's photo mode because you got Snapchat filters on them. And they also made a huge, huge amount. Like, they made a big deal about the amount of accessibility modes that they have. Which, it's 2021. Every game should have colorblind mode game assist options um all your standard accessibility stuff subtitle resizing subtitle like backdrops resizing it should all have that but and i i'm kind of torn because i want to say good on you insomniac for making such a huge emphasis on these accessibility modes but at the same time, we live in 2021. These should all be standard in every single game, and it shouldn't be anything to really note. But that's just me. I feel like games should be accessible to all, and every game should strive to be accessible to as many people as possible. But that's just me. Let me know what you think, too. And hey, that's it. We will... They said that they'll talk about more about um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart soon. So we'll probably see another 
state of play or it's going to be a part of another state of play close to launch, which is, I think, June 11th, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a little bit after E3 or a little bit before E3 season. So I would assume we'll see, we'll see more about it in about a month or two. They, they don't have much time left, so we have to know about it within a month or two from now. And that is all the news that I have for this week. Again, like I said, it's been a very short week. I've been extremely busy this past week. Um, but so I didn't have a whole lot of time to look up news, but I got like, I think the big major things taken care of here. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. I will see you all on Monday for live stream and probably Tuesday or Wednesday for the actual upload for the full podcast. Hopefully we have a full team next time. Hopefully Mark can join us. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Like us on Twitter at LVLNockPod. That's LVLNockPod. Follow us there. Check out, we have a YouTube channel, but we don't do anything with it. Email us at levelunlockpodcast.gmail.com. And also, if you want to support us, check it out. Patreon.com slash levelunlockpodcast, where you can get a whole slew of things. Like access to our Discord, special writings from us, special reviews from me, and also live reactions to some of the major events that go on. Like I did a, we did one on PlayStation, Nintendo Direct, like the latest Nintendo Direct, the PlayStation, the state of play before this. We're also going to be doing it for all the three loveliness. Yay, and all the, uh, <laughs> all the, uh, whatchamacallits for, um, uh, Summer Games Fest. So, coming up this summer, we're going to have a ton of stuff on the Patreon. All that stuff can be accessed for at least, I think it's a part of our $5 tier, but at least $5. That's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks to get access to a ton of things. So, thank you all. Again, for listening, we'll see you on Monday. Bye!